Welcome to Design Unlimited, the podcast where we explore visionary architectural concepts that pushes the boundary of architectural imagination. I'm your host, architect Naina Bansal. In today's episode, we are surfing over the fascinating world of floating cities. Floating cities and underwater habitats have captured the imagination of architects, scientists and dreamers for decades. These innovative concepts offer unique solution to the challenges of population growth, climate change and the exploration of new frontiers. So let's embark on the journey to explore the possibilities and design considerations behind these remarkable structures. You must have heard about the recent flood conditions of Delhi with Agra and Vrindavan experiencing high water levels. This is going to be the situation of our oceans and seas as they are swelling continuously, which could be resolved by this concept. Our first stop takes us to the concept of floating cities. Imagine entire communities built on floating platforms, navigating the seas and providing sustainable living environments. These structures could potentially address the challenges posed by rising sea levels and overpopulation in coastal areas. India being the third highest emitter of carbon dioxide will suffer from consequences of sea level rise have been stated by World Meteorological Organization. Floating cities over water just feel the possible surroundings. Chirruping birds, soothing winds with some splashes of water. Vision of these cities is to provide a feasible solution for coastal communities for their survival even after sea level rise without stressing much over landlocked states. A sustainable city which can adapt climate change as well as has potential to conserve the environment is yet to be processed. This concept is not brand new. It was first proposed in 1920s by Buckminster Fuller named as Triton City, a floating utopia and sea city in 2000. This doesn't limit it to cities, it has grown its seedlings already in the form of floating airports, runways, military bases and mining platforms. And it has also translated into floating supermarkets, hospitals and even prisons. Types of very large floating structure fall into two broader categories, one being the semi-submersible and the other being the pontoon type. Semi-submersible structures stand in water on piles, column tubes and other bracing systems, whereas the pontoon type structures are like mat floating in a swimming pool. In this typology, heights are negligible in comparison to its length. They achieve buoyancy and maintain stability on the surface of water. So these cities work on the principle of pontoon type structures as its impact are less than semi-submersible type structures. These cities have almost every utility and service on that floating structure. Spaces like residential, commercial, industrial, recreational and educational all are provided at one place. In the times immemorial, we were having enough land to serve the humanity. Currently also, we are adjusting the grown population through vertical expansion. But are we ready for the demands of the near future? The global issues of climate change, rising water levels and reduced land are demanding to rethink the infrastructural typology and possible ways out to safeguard and adapt the climate change. 
and future demands for these floating cities to adapt the rising water levels caused by global warming. Advantages of a floating city includes reduced dependency on land, flexibility to relocate, it also provides opportunity for better utilization of tidal, wind and solar energy. This typology could be made inexpensive with sensible design interventions, innovation in material palette with new technology. Disadvantages of this typology could be deterioration of water habitats, corrosion of materials and its vulnerability towards heavy storms and cyclones should be thought of seriously before execution. Our second stop takes us to the challenges these cities can throw to us includes the management of resources, disposal of generated waste on those floating man-made islands. Their stability in tough times is also a challenge to overcome during design and test processes. It also opens up wider fields for economic upliftment through seaweed farming, salt farming, fish farming and so on. It could also harness renewable energies with replenishment of lost aquatic habitats through sustainable and eco-friendly activities. These self-sufficient islands should and must be designed to reduce the environmental impacts. Danish architects like Björk Engels and firms like Luca Kursi Architects, Timfu Design, Björk Engels Group along with others are working on this concept. So why not India is exploring this typology of cities which could be a sustainable future and a tourist attraction too. Although Indian government is working on floating technology through IIT Madras as there will be need of some feasible solutions soon to resist or adapt the rising sea levels. But we still lack work in the field of floating cities. That concludes our exploration of concepts of floating cities in the first episode of Design Unlimited. To get the visuals of floating cities, check out the link in description. Do write the reviews, share it with your friends and family and subscribe for the updates of next episode in which we will roam around the upcoming floating cities of world.